Welcome, Elder Emos. I am your host, Samitz. I am joined this evening with Autumn, who is co-hosting with me. Uh, Brittany's a normal face that you see on here. However, she's got some other things going on tonight. So you've got myself and Autumn that are going to be sitting down and hanging out with the guys of Osatia. How are you guys? Great. Good. Well, we're very, very excited to have you guys on the show. Um, A lot of people have been recommending you guys and telling us that we need to listen to you and follow you. And I've only been shooting my shot for three months. And finally, one comment on one video actually worked. And you slid in my DMs. (laughs) It's right in there. It was perfect. Perfect. Um, one way that we do love to start off all of our videos and everything is to, uh, for you guys to introduce yourself, introduce yourself. How'd you guys meet? Talk about the band name. Like what's the story behind you guys? Do you want us to name ourselves first? Sure. Okay. I'm Alex and I sing. I'm Blake. I play drums. Uh, I'm Aaron and I play bass. And Gianni is off camera right now, but he plays guitar. Ghost member in the interview right now. It's fine. Yep. He's watching no matter what, though. He's he's here with us. He's probably he's lurking the- somewhere in the podcast. I wouldn't yep. say it better at work. <laughs> no. um, so tell us about you guys. How did you meet? How did you guys form? Like, what's the story behind you guys? What's your origin story? Uh, origin story. Um, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a long one, but I'm going to make it short and say we started our journey in 2018 um, when we got uh, signed to We Are Triumphant um, and then uh, released an EP with them and uh, the pandemic hit and I, f- I met Aaron and Cole and then along the way, um, Blake, and we uh, shot take took what you take what you need. Wow, okay. <laughs> did I answer that okay? <laughs> you got to answer the rest. <laughs> yeah, I can up uh, them a little bit. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I met Alex back in twenty. I believe it was 2019. Um, my band at the time was opening for Osatia while they were on tour. And we just kind of like kept in contact until one day we hit up Alex because he was looking for some new members. So Cole and I hit him up and we got into the band. And then um, about a year ago, I met Blake. I was at work at a guitar center and I heard this dude just shredding away on the drums. Some of the best drumming I'd ever heard. I walked in there and I see this dude just shredding. And I'm like, hey, dude, I'm in a band. You should like check us out and maybe like try out. And he did. And here we are. Yeah, he did. That hey that that tryout video too, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was just it was I think it was like some random Saturday for me. I it was my day off from work, and I decided I was gonna go you know like thrifting or whatever. So I was just running a bunch of super random errands that day, and I got to like the end of my day, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go to Guitar Center, mess around on the drums, you know, because for me being a drummer, Guitar Center is like being a kid in a candy shop, you know. That's, that's kind of what it's like. So I, I show up to Guitar Center and I sit down and I'm just like messing around. And then a couple minutes into me just kind of 
jamming out. One of the guys, you know, with the guitar center shirt on, I can see him walking towards me, you know, through the glass door. And I was like, oh crap, he's going to like ask me to be quiet or something. I, I, I really thought that. So he walks in, he doesn't say anything. Like, so I was just like, we're like making eye contact. I'm like over here on the kit and he's just kind of like looking at me and I'm just kind of like awkwardly playing like. Weirdo, like, dude. You ever, like, you ever seen a dog like mid pee? You know what I mean? And he's like, give me that side eye, like, what's up? Like, I'm on my business, you're on yours. Like, are we going to have a dialogue or whatever? Just kind of like that. And so I just like kind of go back to what I was doing. Well, I'm doing my best. I, I go back to what I'm doing, just like playing around. And then I paused for a second and then I was like, okay, I'm just waiting for him to like tell me to be quiet. And then he, you know, said, we said, he was like, Hey, I'm in a band, you know, you should consider like auditioning. We need a drummer. And so everything kind of started there. And then one thing led to another. And then we find ourselves in January and uh, we find ourselves in January and uh, Aaron and I drove up to Seattle to shoot the music video. And I hadn't met Alex or Gianni at this point in person. So for me, there was a lot riding on it. Cause I was like, what if, you know, the music is great and like the 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 business side of the shoot goes well but like what if like for some reason or another we just like one or more of us just like don't vibe you know because when you're meeting new people that's a very real possibility for for one reason or another so um but it went it went really well you know we shot the whole video in like an like hour, hour and a half, half two yeah. hours and that included the photo shoot and then yeah. we went to, uh we went back to gianni's apartment that night and cooked the most legendary dinner i think we've ever had in our lives and hung out and just had a great time. So after that weekend, it was pretty, pretty clear where we were going from there. Yeah. If, if, if you share some good food and a good uh, shoot with a, a member that we just meet, that's, it's, it's, that's it. I, in a good way. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Back up. So all of this just kind of happened with the take what you need video. Oh, uh, like, so, yeah. So, so basically we we're, were like, we're looking for a drummer because we, we need a drummer. We have this new music and stuff and we need to shoot a video for it. And then uh, we were like, Blake, it's your time. And he came and he delivered. On the shoot day. Like that was day oh, one. Yeah, we, met, we, we met that day and it was romantic. Pretty much so. Sparks what? Flying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was real good. It was real good. Okay, he blew, so he blew me away. outside perspective, being somebody who's watched this video, normal, okay, I'm also a drummer, so, like, I get it. But, like, yeah. jumping into those sort of things, especially day of, you can usually tell that there's an outlier in a situation. Yeah. But you blended right in. I never would have known that if you hadn't told me. Yeah, that, oh that's, what God. that's what I was telling Blake. I was like, I was like, God, we look so good together. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like saying like, oh, look at us. We're, it looks so good. Uh, but like, it's okay, we make a great on-screen couple. I'm not ashamed about it. We, you know, hey, all the stands can uh, be about it, you know. But like, yeah, we we all blended and we messed really well. And I have to give it to Blake for that being his like first time meeting us and then doing a whole music video together, like. You did real good. I'm proud of him. Thanks. I'm mind blown over here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's insane. That's freaking okay. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> was it and this was pre-pandemic, correct? Or uh, post-pandemic? 
the music video shoot? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, take post. It was yeah, back. Well, it's. I mean, yeah. Post pandemic. Well, I guess we're still in it, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not okay. into the thick of it, you know. But like, it's just like you know. It was January, so. Yeah. Nice. January this year. Nice TikTok yeah. interjection there. That was that was great. That was perfect. I watch it too much. So. Uh, boy, you and I both. Jesus. Um, so this, so this all happened January, January up until now, and it's currently May. This is all 2022. Yes. I don't have words. <laughs> like I'm genuinely speechless. That's awesome. That's oh, yeah. incredible. Um, well, we discovered you guys very early on in our podcasting career because we started at the end of January and uh, a lot of people again were recommending you guys uh, especially because I, I talked about this prior before we started but uh, we were working a lot and still do work a lot with the guys from maybe someday and Montana for maybe someday because there's 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 kind of a, a correlation in your sounds especially vocally so everybody was like oh if you like maybe someday you should check this out as well so yeah. Talk to me about some of your influences, because I get a very, very strong Sleeping With Sirens vibe. So I have a, a gut feeling that that might be one of them. But please prove me wrong if it's not. But talk uh, to me about some of your influences. Uh, well, I mean, I definitely love Kellen Quinn, love Sleeping With Sirens. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, um, my main influences are pop-based um, I grew up, I grew up um, listening to Backstreet Boys in sync. Um, there, my, my mom, uh, my mom had this CD like case in her car, and I used to put it in when I was bored. Like put one of the CDs in there, and it was like it was just like a whole booklet of like female singers. It was like a compilation of like this, and like there was a there was a Celine Dion one. There was a Cher one. There was a Shania Twain one. Oh man, I was just alone in a car sometimes, just belting out Shania Twain and um, in sync, dancing on tables to that. Um, Interesting. You know, Ninety-eight degrees, um, all that stuff, um, and then okay. actually, like later came like more, uh, you know like heavier influences like started out with like uh green day dookie um and then it went to uh the used and then it went to mcr and then it went to heavier and heavier and i was into screaming a lot earlier in my career but i don't do that as much anymore but um yeah so it uh interesting yeah, so my, my whole, uh, and Chiodos, and Chiodos, uh, and uh, a lot of people think that, you know, the whole Sleeping of Sirens thing, it's like, I, I, I jammed out a lot to Craig Owens, and, um, you know, uh, what was it, 30 Seconds to Mars, and all this stuff, all the people that sang in the higher register, so that's kind of what got me going with that. I was going to say, Kellen Quinn's got the higher register and the higher pitch, and it's one of the more recognizable in the industry, so I think that's where a lot of the comparison comes from. 
Because there's not oh, yeah. many people that can sing like that and do that well. So yeah. normally people are like, oh, Kelly Quinn. Immediately. Oh, yeah. I, I see it every day. <laughs> they love it. What about you guys? What are some of your influences? Oh, you, you take this one, bro. Um, <clears throat> so a lot of my influences are actually a lot heavier than the music I currently play. Like, so when I was first growing up, I listened to a lot of classic rock, like Queen and the Beatles and uh, Jethro Tull. And as I got older, I started listening to more like random stuff that I could just get a hold of. So like, if I could listen to NSYNC on the radio, I would. If I could listen to like any certain rock band on the radio, I would. Because the only CDs I had at my parents' house were pretty much like the Police, Jethro Tull, like the bands I just listened. So um, I finally got into like punk rock when I was like eight or nine. I listened to Green Day's uh, American Hit album. And that album really like pushed me towards like that alternative sound. Like I started listening to Green Day, then it's Blink One Eighty Two, then Some Forty One, and then from there I started listening to more like heavier bands like Metallica. And from there, it just got heavier and heavier to where I was actually playing deathcore for a while. And then it just kind of like went back towards playing like the style we're currently playing. Interesting. Interesting. Heck yeah. I'm like. I'm formulating. That's really interesting. But okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask this question first. Now, now that you've mentioned a couple of the things that you guys are talking about, how old are you guys? I am 29. Okay. Uh, I'm 28. Okay. Apparently, I'm the baby of the band. I'm 26. Oh, it's a baby. <laughs> and I never. Oh, it's a never baby. Well, because when you were just talking about, you were like, yeah, I was eight or nine listening to the American Idiot album. I was like, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Hold that, on. Did that come I, out? I felt that too. Wait, did that, did the American Idiot like, come out eight or nine? Okay. Dang. Was it 2004? Yeah. Written in dirty. That's when I graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> I was in middle school then interesting i think i was in like second or third grade still gluing oh my god plates but yeah you know he was putting glue on the sticks and putting on paper plates and drawing faces Eating it <laughs> yeah oh baby blake i mean that's 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 fine okay so you're you're not you're not much older than i am that makes me feel better i was about to feel like i was ancient in dust for a minute. Don't worry. That'll be me, Sam. It'll always be me. Look, I just turned 31 and my body feels like I'm like 107. I believe Gianni turning 31 this year. Yeah, Gianni is 31, I believe. Yeah. So Gianni like my dad then. What? Whoa. Well, if he's the oldest and I'm the youngest, you know, just the math adds up. Yeah, he's the math. He's the band dad. Yeah, he's the band dad. Oh, okay. Okay, got it. I'm following. So then, call me grandma. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Go cry now. Band band mom, as it were. Well, then I have to be the band mom because I'm 31. (laughs) I'm mom. (laughs) I'm almost 36. I'm not saying you guys are. I'm you guys old. aren't even uh, more like I'm. I'm 29, so like I'm right there. You're there, but you're not there yet. You haven't hit 30. That's a tough one. Oh, it's, coming. it's coming quick. Oh yeah, and it it sucks. 
let me tell you, I cried when I hit 30. Oh. And it wasn't it wasn't a good cry either. Oh man, I feel like I'm gonna do the same. Um, so again, knowing knowing how old you guys are, were you guys did you guys ever have MySpace? Were you MySpace kids at all? Oh yeah. I was exactly the same as I am now. Perfect. <laughs> Which is kind of cringy, but you know. <laughs> so I... the one thing about MySpace is your profile song on MySpace was like your whole personality, ultimately. It didn't care anything about like your top eight. Well, some people cared about it, but not everybody cared about your top eight or anything like that. It was your profile song. There was wars. Oh, totally. But the, one of the questions that we love to ask all of the artists that come on our show is, if you had MySpace today, what would your profile song be? Oh, man. You guys start. I need to think. <laughs> um, well, I shamelessly self-promote constantly, so I would probably say is take what you need. Ooh, all right. <laughs> all right so you okay, to- if, it wasn't, if it wasn't one of your songs. <laughs> it wasn't one. Our songs, man, that's a good one. Hmm. I'm gonna say Misery Business by Paramore, because that's one of my favorite songs by them. Good call. Better decode. That song slaps too hard. Another shameless plug. Look at you go. I was gonna say, I was like, I was waiting for it. I didn't want to interrupt Blake though. He immediately started talking. So he I was like he didn't help himself. <laughs> for me, I mean Honestly, right now, I'm kind of going outside our, our genre, but I would probably have to go with Mirror by Porter Robinson. Ooh. Ooh, okay. 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 Alex? Um, I would go with, um, I would go with, what's that new Charlie Puth song? Not Light Switch. Uh, he has a good um, one? Yeah, yeah, Charlie Puth. Um, that's hilarious. Um, oh man, tears, tears <laughs> falling when I heard that song. Man, I was in my car the other day, anyways. We're not gonna go into that, but yes, <laughs> got it, <laughs> got it. Point taken, no need to, no need to explain. Uh, but, but be that. okay, but speaking of this nonchalant kind of under the radar plug that just happened for Paramore Song of Decode 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 however they want to say it um you guys just recently covered that yes we did not too long ago so talk to me about that of all of the paramore songs and everything for you guys to cover uh why'd you pick that one that's kind of like their their popular cult classic random one in comparison to a lot more of their popular ones so talk to me about that so this actually started out on my instagram um, so I do this thing on my stories where I have the fans, um, kind of like pick what I cover. So like, okay. they, so what I, what I do is I, what I do is I, um, I ha- I put like a questions uh, on my story and then they just like put in the suggestions of what I should c- cover. And there was multiple of, um, decode. And I was like, I love that song. I remember Twilight, and we're in the Pacific Northwest, um, so right. We might as well. So, like, I would 
and then I that it started out there and then I usually do these things where it's just like a one minute cover and I do it like you know every once in a while and but I started recording it and I was like no I can't just dip my toes into the decode pool and not go all the way in you got to go all the way in when you go decode you know um, this is true so yeah we went all the way with it uh can can we expect a, a that was an accent that i didn't know where that came from can we <laughs> expect uh a twilight music video now as well is that gonna come next oh we 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 talk about about it. yeah yeah you know i have been told that i belong in the cullen family <laughs> with my pale complexion i could see it and very yeah. sharp cane that's that's you know we're we're see it, dude. There. I can see a little bit of the sparkle from here. I can see it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I can see you it. Because <laughs> you guys, you guys are in Oregon. Yeah, yeah, they are. Okay, they I'm are. You're where? Yeah. So, um, Blake and I live in Southern Oregon, and Gianni and Alex live in Seattle. Yes, we do. How how does that work? Um, so, I mean, nowadays, I mean, since like, you know, we can do most of our songwriting, um, you know, remotely, we can, you know, send each other files and, you know, talk about ideas, send each other files, um, that kind of deal for that. And then when we, when we go out and tour, which I won't get into yet, um, they were, uh, we just meet up and rehearse like a, like a week before, and then we head out. That's not sure. Also, reiterate that we also practice on our own time. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's insane. So a lot of the stuff of what you guys do is done more remotely, kind of just passing files back and forth. Oh yeah, yeah. There's so many artists that do that. From doing this podcast and talking to artists about it, there's so many that do that, and that's freaking incredible. Yeah, it's it's really nice because, like, I mean, you can. I mean, at the same time, it's not nice because it would be real nice to just meet up with them like on a regular basis and like practice and stuff. Oh yeah, well, it's like Unsafe Unsound does that. That's what they did. They've never met before in their lives before they released the What Hurts the Most cover. They still oh, haven't met. Damn. Right, that's nuts. Yeah. Oh God. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Going back through some more of these icebreaker questions. Uh, this is where we get into the, that random situation where we ask some of the crazier questions uh, to kind of let people get to know you guys a little bit more. <laughs> uh, Blake's over there like this. I've been preparing for this. This is my moment. <laughs> yeah. um, so we, not too long ago, uh, hung out with the guys of Friend Circle based out of Jersey um super good guys super fun and we always talk about the fact that when we come in here and do these interviews um we're semi-nervous to a degree because again we're fans of the music and everything and we don't know a lot of the times what we're getting into and of course we want to make a good impression and everything because we want you guys to come back and hang out with us so we in that interview were talking about that and they were just talking about previous interviews where they were like, yeah, this is great. I mean, you haven't asked us any like really weird and crazy questions like we've been asked in previous interviews. Now, normal people would ask what those questions are to avoid asking those questions. 
However, we have turned to asking them. And it has made for the best responses I think we have ever gotten in any interview than what I have heard. So, Autumn, do you want to ask them the question? Sure. If you could be any sandwich, what kind of sandwich and why? Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Separately? We're going to do a separate. Are you you saying like as a whole or we're going to be each different sandwiches right now? Your own. Your own sandwich. If you could be any sandwich. I'm I'm winding up. So if I were a sandwich, I'd like to think that I was a four cheese blend grilled cheese sandwich with some mac and cheese and bacon in it. Maybe some green onions. Yeah. Ooh. I'm a cheese. I literally will eat cheese by the block. So he literally takes a block of cheese and he just eats it like that. Like just. I do the same thing. I've never Thank seen you. it before. Thank you. I'm, a, I'm also Italian. It's what I do. Like, oh my though, my veins are string cheese at this point. Yeah, I, I eat cheese quickly every day, so yeah. <laughs> One time, I cheese for Aaron, and I think he fell in love with me. I did, I could see it. All right, um, well, um, I would be a steak au jus sandwich. Ooh, fancy, Ooh. getting fancy, yeah. Then. Because I just, you know what? I like to get dip and be wet. Damn it. (laughs) You knew I'd do this. You broke salmon. (laughs) And you 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 don't just dip it once. Dip it multiple times. Get it a little bit soggy. And then... That's good Charlotte said. Shake it three times. You're playing with it. Hey, there's no rules in my camp. <laughs> there's no laws when you're drinking claws. Yay! True. True. All right, Blake. Uh, what? And you follow I that answer. <laughs> I don't know. I would say if I had to pick one, um, I think I would go with a Reuben because it may not be the one that you think of first, but it is the one you'll enjoy the most. Oh, yeah. Interesting. A Reuben like, has been a popular one. Yeah. I'm just telling you, like, if you ever, like, I've had a good Reuben and it changed my life. And I like to think that I could, in turn, be that for other people who meet me. You know what I mean? Maybe you don't. Yeah. yeah. It's got that uh, tangy zing to it, you know, with those pickles. Yeah. And- oh, you know. Pickles? Yeah, pickles on. Are- pickles are not on a Reuben. Oh, I'm just, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> There's sauerkraut on a Reuben. Not um, on mine. Yeah, sauerkraut. With the, that stuff. Well, I mean, it's waiting for a reason. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Reuben's been a popular one between a, a between a lot of people because they're like it's zesty and it has layers and all of the different things. So that's interesting. That and uh, peanut butter and fluff is another. Popular oh my god, a fluffer nutter. Yes. Dang. Fluffer nutters is another one, and peanut butter and jelly. 
Who said, said that? Which one? Peanut butter and jelly. That's like that's like the that's foremost it. sandwich of sandwiches. They probably place Mario in Super Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> you might be insulting someone right now. You don't even know it, bruh. But yeah. see, then butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> then it jumps into the argument of whether or not you're a grape jelly person or a strawberry jelly person. Oh, it's raspberry all the way. It's strawberry. That wasn't an option. It is not strawberry. Yes, it, it is. It is it's definitely no. strawberry. I'd go for strawberry if those are the two options for sure. It's grape. No, grape, no one likes grape. Okay, well, this interview is over. We're not friends anymore. It's been great. <laughs> Um, I don't go for the strawberry, so have fun, K-Bye. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, God, y'all are strawberry too? Yeah. Brittany's going to be excited. That's not fair. Yeah. You're um, all on your own. Am I your first au jus? No. Oh, man. So Am the I guys first- from... No. So the guys from uh, New Haven, yeah. actually, they, similar to yours, not quite, stated that one of the sandwiches that one of them would be, would be a Texas tenderloin on two uh, Krispy Kreme glazed donuts. Oh my gosh. Right. I'd eat it. I'd eat it. Right. I'm going to think about that one for a second. God. And that's in Ohio. So if you go touring, you go to Ohio and experience that. That's the first thing I'm going to experience. <laughs> that's the first thing that's going to happen. Um, now, another fun question we love to ask is, um, this is a newer one that we've been putting into our interviews and everything, but if you woke up tomorrow and realized you were a dragon, what's the first thing you would do? I would light King's Landing on fire. Wait. I'm <laughs> serious. But I think it depends on the type of dragon. I mean, like if I were like a like a wyvern or like a traditional European dragon, I feel like the first thing I do is hoard gold or eat it. I don't know which one they do. Did they eat or hoard gold? I think they hoard it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, according uh, to Shrek, they just kind of hoard it. Okay. Well. I guess in that sense, I would like to be more of like an oriental dragon because they have more like lore and they they kind of like they're more chaotic creatures. I feel like it had a lot of fun being, you know, playing with chaotic magic. They also have mustaches. They also have mustaches, which is something I can't grow, so that'd be great. Hey, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddies. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not a very hairy band. Like I can, like I have barely have hair on my legs and arms. So I didn't have, you just shave your face for this interview? Yeah, that was, and do you know how long that took to grow that? That was like, that was like three weeks of growth. I just love yeah. how you also had like this whole entire like story of like, get ready with me for this podcast. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I even had the under eye patches and, um, you know, uh, you know, That's to great. get rid of those. Beanie those or no beanie. I'm glad you didn't do the beanie. <laughs> Oh, well, geez, you don't like the beanie? I mean, beanie's fine. It's just, it's just like hair. 
I like the hair better. I haven't shaved since I was 14. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. Are you a they ginger? Are like, is that a thing? What was that? Are you a ginger? <laughs> I, I think there's a little bit of strawberry in the blonde, but I don't I don't think I'm all the way. I don't think I'm all the way there. You know, I say because that that could explain a lot of it. Ultimately. Yeah. But Alex, if you were a dragon, what's the first thing you do? Um, besides wear the beanie. <laughs> yeah um i would probably um our oh, dragon i would definitely tell smog that he's really not that cool um and then Ooh. Also, i would just i would be i would go to birthday parties and i would just light everybody's candles because what else do you do as a dragon that's like the cutest it. response. I would just go to birthday parties and light candles. I feel like that was a weak response, you guys. But you know what? I don't care. Alex the dragon. Alex the party I would, dragon. I would also be the first uh, dragon that's 5'4". So. <laughs> so. <laughs> Thanks, God. Um, it's okay. Another one. If you guys could be in any movie, what movie would you be in and who would you play? It's a tough one. Insert Jeopardy music here. I think I know. Yeah, <laughs> play, I would play the main character that Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays in the movie 500 Days of Summer. And like two weeks into that, I would leave that girl and go find someone more stable. Fair. Okay. Very specific. I like it. She put him through the absolute and I just won't stand for it. But wasn't it Zoe Deschanel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's just like, <laughs> yeah. Don't tell you. You see it. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. I can see that. Um, if I had to pick one, uh, I would pick, I'm going to say Star Wars. And I'm going to say if I could be any character, I would want to be, I'd, I'd be Mace Windu because I feel like he did Anakin dirty and that kind of, you know, messed everything up for, you know, the entire galaxy. So, I would definitely, yeah, that's what I would do. Okay. Uh, so I've never seen Star Wars. Good, you're not missing much. Whoa. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like two of you are going to fight me. <laughs> I've offended Blake. Don't worry. I'm with you. I only watched it at my cousin's house and I didn't pay attention. I know the characters. I've just never watched it. For sure. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, like, pretty much ever since I could, like, read. I think one of the first books I read was a Star Wars book. See, my family was a Star Trek family. Like, we never, like, we never yeah. got into Star Wars. I was raised on tar- Star Trek from my dad, because he was a Trekkie, but I just, I don't know, I kind of described take towards Star Wars. I still right. like Star Wars, but, yeah. How rebellious of you. 
<laughs> Alex? Um, so my favorite movie uh, is Interstellar. And I would be... Um, uh, and I'm sorry, like, it's my favorite movie, but I'm, I'm blanking on Matthew McConaughey's character right now. But... All right, all right, all right. I would be him. <laughs> I would stay... I would stay. Have you guys seen that movie? I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh, get some bo- box of tissues because there's a part in it. I'm not even going to spoil it for you, but like... Look, um, it doesn't I, take much for me to cry, so like... <clears throat> I cry... I cry ugly... I ugly cry to that movie because if, if, if you have kids and you're worried about time all the time because like your time's limited and you just... That movie just makes me not want to waste any sort of time at all with. Yeah, I won't kid. watch it then because I will fall apart. Yeah, I'm already starting to cry right now. So let's. let's uh, <laughs> I'm already <laughs> starting to cry. Let's change the subject. Tears are coming. Like this. This is it. This is it. Don't waste time. Everybody that's watching this, don't waste time because you're very limited. You're very limited. Anyways, let's get back to the funny stuff. <laughs> Now that we've taken it down like three or four notches, and it's like, Jeez. okay, okay, now we gotta like rehype this back up again. <laughs> um, so Autumn went through and actually found some newer questions in us to implement in our interviews, and we're actually gonna try and test some of them on you guys, just to kind of see what the response and everything would be, because I think it would be fun. Um, yeah, and I have one that I think would be really good for these guys too. Is it the one that I'm thinking of? Uh, uh, maybe I know you liked a couple of them, but, um, the enemy one. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I think that would be good. Yep. Ask that one. That'll be fun. If your worst enemy were to write a book about you, what would the title be? So for those of, you, do, do. those of you that are listening to this instead of watching this, if you could have seen how all three of them just moved to get ready to answer this question, <laughs> like they were, yeah. they went into full subtle combat mode. Um, I think it would be called delusions of grandeur. Okay. Interesting. It's delusions yeah, of grandeur. <laughs> that's too honest did you just confirm him <laughs> wow are Damn. you the opera that's a one. This, is a, this is a tough one I feel like I have to invent a new way to like kind of hate myself a little bit in order I to hate myself a lot <laughs> so it was easy hmm you stumped them, Autumn. It's a hard question. I always think the sandwich one's a hard question, but clearly not. Because <laughs> they don't want to talk shit about themselves. Come on, you guys. You can do it. <laughs> I can see the steam. <laughs> oh, this is, the, the payoff on this is going to be insane. Uh, it might take a little second to get there, though. I wonder who the author would be, though. 
I'm just thinking. Who the author author would be? Yeah. Who would be these guys' worst enemy? I've got a few ideas of who who mine would be. Let's hear it. <laughs> of like <laughs> what my title would be. Yeah. Um. Shit. I know who would write it. That's for sure. Oh, I know the author. I know the author. Oh, I know the author of mine too. Oof. Mine would just be a compilation of everyone I know <laughs> writing a chapter or a paragraph. I can feel that on a spiritual level. Title. She sucks. I don't, I don't know. Nice. It's hard to come up with like an actual title. I don't know, like Aaron or Alex, if you guys ever have, if the hardest part of writing a song is ever coming up with a title, I don't know if that's ever been like a thing for you, but so I don't know about a title, but I think my book would be more of a guide. It would be, you know, kind of like bullet points on like, here's how, here's how to, here's how to take them down. Right. <laughs> I, guess that, I don't know. I feel like we're always our own worst critic. You know, we're always analyzing, psychoanalyzing the, the best and the worst parts of ourselves. More often than not, we like to focus on the negatives, the worst ones, right? So if I had a mortal enemy, I don't think I do. Hopefully I don't. But if I did, I feel like their approach to publishing a work about me would be a guide on how to take me down. What I would title it, I'm not entirely sure, but I think that's a start. <laughs> the takedown. The take. Honestly, you could just call it the take. That's actually really good. I like that a lot. The takedown. <laughs> or, or the Blake down. Oh, oh. look at that! But um, Aaron's a student in deep thought. He's a little worried. Uh, the only one I can think of it, like honestly, is just like the weirdo who says too little. Because like when I was like, like for okay, pretty much like throughout all of high school, I got bullied, and I was like a quiet kid in school. I never said shit. Yeah. I was just in the bling, just like you know what's up. But like everyone just always talked shit about me because I was quiet. And then when I would try to say something, they would make fun of me for saying stuff. So I was just like, all right, I guess I'm just going to be the quiet weirdo. So, yeah. Interesting. That's why you're quiet. Okay. I, I just, I did, I'm learning new things on this podcast. I love it. I'm I mean, like, more in love. <laughs> the bond is strengthening. That's what's happening. You, you guys are witnessing it right now. And I like this. We're witnessing the the evolving of the relationship we have this is our own version of the notebook that is happening in this episode we're just waiting <laughs> for the rain to happen <laughs> nicholas sparks would be proud daddy would <laughs> um so talk to us about what your i know we've kind of briefly mentioned tour um, I know we've talked some music stuff, but what is next for you guys? Like, what are things that we can talk about that is going to be next up for you guys? Um, so first and foremost, um, our new song fell through. That is uh, out. You guys are watching this or listening to this right now, and it is out in the world. And um, it's, 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 that's the next thing. Well, I mean, that is the thing, depending on where you're at in 
the timeline of the world never i'm confusing so as, myself Anyways. as of right now as this interview is concerned the single is not out yet but by the time this interview comes out the single will already be out on all yeah. platforms yep and um it's an acoustic ish song um so it's like it's acoustic it's very um sad um it's very um heartfelt and it's uh it's 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 not for it's 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 just a heavy one and not in the dang gang 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 time not not like that it's like a sad time kind of thing um so that's next. Aaron Aaron was that acceptable was that acceptable uh, yeah that, that was exactly yeah. <laughs> gang 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 <laughs> but no it's not like that um yeah and (laughs) why do i i do these things sometimes and anyways but um that is next and then we are um trying to do some shows you know trying to get out on the road um we have one that's in the works okay uh that's exciting uh, late june in boise actually okay Okay, a little far from where you guys are, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, can't say all the details about it, but I know it's going to be at the Knitting Factory in Boise, and that's all we can say at this point. But, nice. Yeah. So let's, um, let's kind of steer the conversation into kind of a little bit more serious, deeper kind of approach, because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I believe that I did read somewhere that... Uh, musically and everything for you guys some of the topics that you talk about is on the mental health spectrum correct very correct okay so um obviously we're we're recording this episode now it's currently may 16th may 16th is mental health awareness month so talk to me about that why are you guys doing that type of approach to your music and songs and different songwriting things like are we okay to have that conversation or absolutely okay Um, let's let's have that it's just more of like you know i i write my lyrics about what i'm going through but i i don't i don't just write about what i'm going through i also write about like what i also need to do to get out of it so i can process the situation so it's like i'm hit with this at this time so i write about it but also me writing about it is my way of getting out of it and it kind of comes into like uh it uh as in i'm helping myself but i'm trying to help others also if they're in that spot because i know firsthand how bad it sucks to be in those spots because i'm all live and jovial that's a new word i um I discovered, but anyways, um, but, uh, I, but, uh, I I do go through some things and, uh, I like to write about it and I like to, um, be as helpful as I can to anybody. Now, do you guys, do you do most of the writing? Are you guys like cumulatively doing the writing? Like how does the writing process work? As for lyrically, I do the writing and then we cumulatively do the music. Yeah, we usually just like send files back and forth and yeah. Yeah, so it's like 
what have we got in bass? What have we got in drums? Well, how do we want to tweak the transitions, kind of these things? And Gianni does most of the guitar work and stuff like that. So, Gotcha. So yeah, of, of all the topics and things that you guys could touch on when it comes to your music and things like that, obviously, when you're writing music, you always want to relate it to something because that's how you come out with all of these incredible tracks and things like that. But what made you guys decide to go kind of this mental health route for it to be like more on the relation side for people? Like what, what prompted that? I mean, knowing what your background is and having like such a, like a, a strong pop influence from what we have heard from everything, this is, this to me feels a little left field. So how did we get to this? How did we decide on this? Um, the, the, being like, more geared to mental health and everything yeah um well it's just i i basically i write about what i'm going through so um that's kind of how it uh, what it's about what i'm going through and you know what i'm trying to how i get out of it is the message that i give to the people you know and so they can try to, you know, follow that, not follow that, but like, you know, like just kind of take some tips and, you know, take a message with them. That's positive. Sure. So, yeah. sure. Um, Cause I mean, he mental health, heavier topics, especially right now. So yes. being, being artists that do that and have those conversations and keeping that conversation alive, I think is very admirable. Um, because it's very hard to do and it's very hard to do it well. Um, and I feel like after knowing like that's kind of where you went and where you were going to listening to take what you need and stuff like that, it made a lot more sense to me lyrically Yeah, more to be a lot more relatable. And I feel like a lot of your fans feel that same way as well. Um, cause if you really sit and you listen to some of the things, some of the things are a little heavy. Hitting. Um, I mean, I'm somebody that struggles with it. So like, I get it. I'm 31 years old, almost didn't make it to 28. Got all of the things like, I get it. I've been there. Um, so the fact that you guys are keeping that conversation alive with your music and things like that, I think it's very, very admirable. Um, but kind of leading off of that listening to your music and things like that what is one thing that you want your fans to be able to take from your music um have faith that there's it's gonna get better because um you know coming from someone that almost didn't make it to 29 um it uh you know if you if, if you just keep going and you know you find that power in yourself um you can really turn things around i i didn't think i would be able to turn things around um i was an alcoholic um i was doing pills oh my god hopefully my mom isn't watching this but you know what <laughs> let's roll with it you if i need to edit that. things out we will <laughs> no, 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 you're good. You're good. Uh, but yeah, um, being at that point and then making the conscious decision the next day to turn it around and 
just really find that power in yourself. Um, just keep on going and find that power because it is there no matter what you think at that time. So that's what I'd like everybody to take. And don't waste time too, because we're here for a limited amount of time. So make everything count. True. Yeah. Anything you guys want really to really love it. Anything you guys want to add to that? Oh, um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, like our, our content's definitely about, you know, like just things that we all as people go through, you know, like we've all had our low moments and it's just a matter of, you know, letting people know that those moments are temporary and that when they pass that, you know, everything's going to be okay. You know, like there's, yeah, there's always going to be times where things are definitely low. Like I've definitely hit a lot of, a lot of low points. I mean, like last, like a year and a half ago, I lost my best friend and I was homeless. And I mean, I'm say, you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty well now and it's just, you know, being that low and then, you know, getting back out of it, it takes a lot of, uh, it, it takes a lot from you, you know, but it's just a matter of, of just keep persevering and knowing that, you know, you will get through it. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because I, I joined the band so late into the band already being active and writing, performing, touring, you know, all things considered, I feel like I arrived relatively late in the game. But uh, one of the things that, that took me towards Osatia's music was the honesty in their songwriting and the integrity in their lyrics, you know, um, songs like We Care, Together, Lose My Number, you know, all of these topics on, on they go on these roller coasters of elated highs and desperate lows, you know, pain, breakup, self-harm, suicide, loss of loved ones. You know, I, I felt like in listening to all of Osage's discography, I was able to find honest people making music. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to join the band as badly as I did. Obviously, I wanted to join the band because I heard, okay, I'll do a quick little rabbit trail. Uh, the day that I met Aaron at Guitar, he gave me all of Osatia's information. So I looked him up on Spotify and I pulled out of my parking spot in the guitar center parking lot and I hit play on one of Osatia's songs. And I started driving out of the parking lot. I was listening to it. I was like, okay, this is great. And then the vocals came in and the music like came in and the song hit. And I immediately like, I like peeled out into the nearest parking spot I could find. And I whipped out my phone and I texted Aaron. And I was like, dude, I got to audition. Like, I love your guys' music. So it, it hooked me on like a sonic level, but um, on an emotional, intellectual, mental level, listening to their, to their music that entire following week, like I just laid it all out, I found so much honesty and integrity in, in what they were writing. I felt like these guys really were being themselves. And, and for me as a musician, that's the kind of movement that I want to get behind, that I want to back myself or back with my, my abilities and my, my time and my effort, my energy. And uh, since meeting them, since meeting Aaron and Alex and Gianni and, and being able to see that in life and in real time, it's, uh, it's only confirmed my decision to, to pursue being a part of the band because these are super honest guys. And I feel like I can be honest with them. And I feel like we can all be very genuine in what we're trying to provide to the people who listen to and love our music. I feel like that's awesome. That's... Huh? I said I appreciate everything you just said, Blake. Love you. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, but it's again, it's it's a very admirable thing, and uh, I'm very proud of you guys for everything that you have accomplished and everything that you have gone through, especially again with your music keeping keeping the conversation alive, keeping the conversation relevant, but also uh, keeping it to like to you guys and keeping it with yours and not conforming to what everybody else wants. Like you're you're doing your thing and you're doing incredibly well. Um, so like we're exceptionally proud of everything you've done. I mean, granted, I've only watched you guys since January, but seeing where you were in January coming up to now, like you guys have accomplished so much and done so much. Um, and having that honesty and everything behind your music is a hard thing to do. Um, because a lot of people don't like to show that vulnerable side of things or the harder side of things. So the fact that you guys do do that and you do it willingly and you're like, yeah, this is where I'm at. This is like, as Blake said, the honesty side of it. That's really hard. But that's really admirable at the same exact time. There's mad respect for that because that's not easy. Yeah. And I kind of lean into, I don't know, like I, I am nothing but myself to everybody because I just, one of the things that I, I don't like is like, you know, when people are just like, you know, well, not saying that I don't like, but it's just like, it just kind of gets on my nervous. Like, I just want to see people being real themselves and be honest about themselves. And, you know, I, I guess, I guess there's reasons why um, people, people put up walls, but I mean, it's just, I just like being real. And if someone is being completely honest with what they're going through and everything and is very public about it. Um, maybe it'll help them be more comfortable with being vulnerable um, to more people. Cause you know, people have some real, real nice genuine hearts, but they put up this big wall. That's like, you know, but, but. <laughs> is that what the wall looks like? That's what the, the wall is. The wall is just just over there. This is that just the whole time, and people have some real, real genuine, nice hearts, and they just need to show up more. And I, you know, what? I love you guys. I love, I love you guys. Everybody here. Well, you're loved. We thoroughly love you guys, and we've only just met you. But again, we've been playing you guys for like months so it's just saying it only took me three months to actually get your attention so you know yeah it's fine um <laughs> but i mean still kind of keep still kind of keeping on the same track of what we were just talking about but also kind of bringing it back to having more lighter conversation um because mental health is always a heavier one but i wanted to get that piece to talk about that piece because we haven't been able to talk about that a lot with a lot of artists so i feel like again super commendable for you guys to be able to do that having that open and honesty especially in your music and it's, it's tough but we thoroughly appreciate it but kind of keeping on that that kind of same subject kind of not um what are your thoughts on social media and music now versus what it was like 10 or 15 years ago oh. talk to me about <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> the cringe faces from all of you <laughs> asking that question. Holy heck. <laughs> oh, okay. That was quite like, the expression. 
I feel like the main thing, like with social media and music, like ten years ago, I feel like it was not so. I don't know. Maybe it just didn't come off as so business oriented by other people. You know, like people, people had attention spans back then. Yeah. It's. it's <laughs> wow. Yeah. Shut up, Alex. Well, it's like a part of like running social media, like back when you were in a band, was just about like sharing your your art, you know. And now it's about staying high enough in the algorithm where people can actually see your art. Yeah. So, how do you? What do you That's, guys feel about TikTok? Yeah. Speaking yeah. On that. Um, I love watching TikTok. Personally, I. It's just TikTok is a very demanding um, beast. I mean, like, if you want to get high up in that algorithm, you got to be posting three posts a day. You got to have the right, um, you got to have the right, uh, you know, trending sounds. You have to have um, the right shortness of the video so people will stay on it. And um, it is... Seven seconds. Yeah. Oh, not even. (laughs) Have you... Take a look at... You can now see how long the average person has watched yep and i um, was just looking at that today and like i have nothing hardly like very few and most were watched for less than seven seconds yeah like what the yeah i don't know that i want to look the days of youtube where you would sit and actually watch things because now people don't even watch 10 second clips screw it if you do a three minute one oh yeah Oh. <laughs> unless oh. unless the it's tea is piping hot you're not going to get three yeah. minutes out of somebody no and that is why i'm thankful that aaron has taken over the tiktok uh platform for me because uh it is very uh he 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 can take the band tiktok he he he's he, he's been he's been he's been doing it and, it, and it, it's been doing well lately and this, like the stutter this the stutter <laughs> this is this stuff like oh man this is this is this is what depresses musicians sometimes <laughs> but you get that but you get that that random high where it's like oh my god i got ten thousand likes and then you're like you're just high and then you post another thing and it gets 13 likes and you're just like you get knocked down very quick. Oh yeah. yeah, it's the highs and the lows. I mean, social media definitely has its ups and downs. I'll say that. Like the amount of people we're able to reach through social media is awesome. I don't think we will do that beforehand unless we were like constantly touring. Um, but I do agree with that last statement about the the validation that get from social media. You know, like when your stuff on social media promotes well, it gives you that high. But when it doesn't, you know, like. You know, you, you feel you, you feel that lack of, of reward for it. You know, and that, that's one of the things I'm not on social media, but yeah, uh, yeah, man. But I mean, like, it's 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 very much like I mean, it's a necessary beast that you have to you know, yeah, absolutely conquer. But it's definitely one of the things. Like, you know, as a musician, all you want is people to hear your music and um, you know enjoy what they're hearing. And sometimes, I mean, it's, it's not that easy anymore. It's, it's more of, you know, writing an algorithm kind of thing. And, you know, 
that kind of stuff. So it's just. Although I'm not gonna lie, some of your some of your TikToks are very very clever. Um, like specifically the uh, the one where the chick gets her shoe caught in the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Gianni's one. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was one of the one of the videos that uh, formally introduced to you guys. Yeah, um, and that was very clever. I remember. I think it was Brittany that sent it to me, and she was dying when it popped up and i was like I, it's so clever it's perfect it, it winds it's up such a good way to do it <clears throat> yeah um now the other thing that we like to, to talk about when it comes to the social media platform is so i mean tiktok has a reach um it's a way for you guys obviously to reach people outside of um your zip code area code all of that like your reach is much more on there um, but do you feel like TikTok and social media is now going to be something that, um, is going to help skyrocket more independent artists where they won't necessarily need a label as much? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. TikTok's yeah. going to be its own label soon. For real. That's Probably. weird. Probably. I mean, like, oh my God. There TikTok records. Really big independent artists on there. Um, like there's this one artist I recently followed. Her name is uh, Samantha Stone. She does like uh, like pop punk music out of like Pomona. And I would have never found her if it weren't for TikTok. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of the artists that we have actually had on our show, we've discovered through TikTok, like Arrows in Action, the Home Team, Friend Circle. Um, maybe someday, God, who else was on there? Never tell out of time felicity all of these ones that we've had on there we've all got through tiktok and not only that but tiktok also gives you a way to like shoot your shot like i can't oh, tell you how many times we have shot our shot and it's actually paid off we shot our shot with you guys on tiktok yeah yeah, yeah i will say that off. The pros of social media that's for sure we shot our shot with bowling for soup on tiktok and it hey. paid off oh that's what's up we also shot our shot with Hawthorne Heights on TikTok and it paid off. Oh, yeah. So TikTok is a place where it's like you go and you shoot your shot. Nine times out of 10, it's going to happen. Dang, I hope that uh, I'm going to get I'm going to hit up some girls now. <laughs> you've got look, you've got you've got the boy band thing going for you. I think you'll be fine. Did you just say that? Because I did that, just say that. Oh, his that heart just made, exploded. That just made my life. You do, You also just band. did. You just did a boy band cover on your story. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, it's okay. Okay, but let let's have this argument right here, right now, right here, right now between all of us, in sync or Backstreet Boys. Oh, I've got a depth thing. You guys go. I'll I'll finish it. Yeah, uh, Backstreet Boys. I think I have to agree. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Backstreet Boys. Mm. Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, so Backstreet we're all Boys. Backstreet Boys. Come on, Alex. Hey, you know what? I I'm. Although. I agree with both sides. I will come to my verdict at the end of this, but I have to say, um, NSYNC 
has better like they have like the boppers and then backstreet boys they have their strong suit are the ballads backstreet boys like they have the um have you not um, heard larger than life oh of course i have i mean i'm saying like in in or everybody backstreet's back yeah, yeah, I know. I've heard that, but like, I I personally like the uh, in sync, like you know, higher, faster paced ones, and then I like the ballads from uh, uh, from Backstreet Boys. But I did go to the Larger Than Life tour. Uh, okay, but see, I would almost beg to differ. In that, because if you think about it, so Backstreet Boys has, I mean, I guess respectively, they've got some of like the popular things and everything, but yeah. Instinct's Balance, God must have spent a little more time on you, gone. I, I think I, 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 I yes, agree with that. yes, please let me cry. Like, yeah, what Backstreet Boys song have you cried to? As long as you love me, okay. Uh, no, uh, what's it called? Um, The Call? I mean, that's, that's not even a slur, it's not even a ballad! Because I loved it so much, but, um, uh, ah, oh, let me, I'm looking it up right now, because it's, it's blanking from my head, I know what it is, it's Backstreet Boys, Backstreet Boys, it's, uh, show me the meaning is good. Next um, thing you're gonna uh, tell me Britney Spears is better than Christina Aguilera, and then we might maybe, fight shape of my heart that that one i that one just i sing that on the regular i mean yeah but have you not heard the ballads from nsync nsync uh i i have but i just can't i don't know they're a little bit more on the r&b side and i think i was not ready for that at that age (laughs) what age was that (laughs) five uh, I think it was like seven, around five or seven, uh, that range. Yeah, but I, I, oh man, it's Friday night and I just just got paid. Oh man, from Insync, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or a digital cowboy. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> that whole that whole entire album, I was I was just uh, jamming in my bed. Just they did the also have Nelly on top. No girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, on on, on girlfriend. Yeah, yeah Alex. Had... Girlfriend, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm too damaged to have a girlfriend right now. Ah. <laughs> oh. I love how he just like slid that in so smoothly. Yeah, I'm, I'm hurt right now. I love you, dude. I love you, dog. <laughs> love you, mean it. <laughs> Jesus. It's all love, dude. I promise. Damn. No, I don't even want to go for it now, bro. <laughs> I, I felt that burn, and I'm across the country. Oh, man. Damn. I do get lonely from time to time. Why, why am I still talking at this point? Anyways. <laughs> you also said you also said you wanted to be an au jus sandwich so you could get dipped. 
Yeah. I'm starting to see more and more why you may or may not be single. Oh my god. It explains so much. (laughs) I'm sure NSYNC wrote a song about that. Or even the Backstreet Boys. Oh my god. That was 98 degrees. I always forget 98 degrees exist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we we are coming up to the hour as far as the interview and everything is concerned. But uh, a way that we like to close out our interviews and everything is um, if you could tell your younger self anything, what would it be? Um, you're stronger than you think you are. Keep going. Good one. If I could tell my younger self something, I would tell him, stop waiting for things to happen to you. Go out and start happening to the things. Okay. It took me a little bit to process what you said, but I got it. (laughs) Yeah, it took me a couple to process it, so. Um, I would say, uh, don't worry about what people think of you as much. Um, they don't see what you see. Um, could be so hard on yourself. That's a good one. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, we have come up on our hour mark as far as the interview is concerned. Um, and we've been hanging out with the guys of Osatia, uh, based out of the West Coast amongst, <laughs> kind of spread out, but either way, um, we thoroughly appreciate you guys coming to hang out with us. Um, again, we've been trying to get you guys to hang out with us for a while, um, and I'm really glad that we were able to make it work so we can actually get you guys on the show. Um, like I said, we've been playing you guys consistently on our emo nights and everything, and everybody loves you guys. So, um, again, thank you guys for coming to hang out with us. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't already, please go find them on all social media platforms. You can find them on Facebook, uh, both as a band and individually, you can find them on TikTok. Um, you can find them a little bit of everywhere and please go stream their music. If you don't listen to them at our emo nights. Um, They are on all of our playlists that we have. We have like six or seven playlists and you can find a mixture of all of their songs on every single one of our playlists, Um, as well as go stream them on Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube, anywhere that you can find them. Uh, Please go rate them and give them all the love. And when you do, please tell them that the Elder Emo Hour sent you. But again, guys, thank you so much for coming to hang out with us. We had a blast. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Elder Ema Hours, and this was Osixia.